I'm not working my butt off to support your pottery barn lifestyle, is what I said <laughs> in one of our very first money fights. That's right, we're talking money and relationships, people. As well as four money mistakes that leave couples strained and drained, and how to fix them without fighting, like Jonathan did. Hey! Welcome to the WalletWin Podcast. Each week, we take a look at a different piece of the personal finance puzzle. I'm Jonathan Texera. And I'm Amanda Texera. We're your guides on your journey to getting out of debt, building wealth, and changing the world through generosity. Here we go. Let's revisit the scene of the crime. Jonathan and I were newly engaged, and at the time, we worked for a nonprofit organization, and we fundraised our income. So we were back out east doing some fundraising, and we were also registering for wedding gifts. Oh, boy. And I wanted to have some of the gifts we were going to register from Pottery Barn. A.K.A. everything (laughs) is crazy overpriced, including I don't even know how much these things were. Some poor soul got them for us. It's these. It's a just a glass. It's like a glass cookie jar for cotton balls. You know, and they look really nice. Okay, let's back up a second. I most of our stuff (laughs) was registered at Target and Bed Bath and Beyond. Okay, no, that's very true. There are these. It was probably like twelve things. Exactly, napkin rings. Napkin rings are great. Napkin rings. I do like the napkin rings. Exactly, but I okay. I'll admit it. Okay, I've got champagne taste on a beer budgie. Okay, and hey. What's closer to a bare budget than somebody <laughs> else paying for it? Right, so I knew <laughs> you'd never let me buy that cotton ball jar. <laughs> anyway, we realized in that argument, and we talked through it, and I still got my Pottery Barn registry. We haven't really shopped there since, but... No, we have not. We realized that we were not on the same financial page, and we were running into... Some things that we didn't really know were going on behind the scenes. I'd say that was what was even maybe even bigger or what more detail of the not being on the same page was what you just kind of walked through. Like, oh, hey, let's get a couple of these nice things at mm-hmm. Pottery Barn. But when I saw, I was like, oh my gosh, is it? Is this? It just she want she wants everything from there. She wants right. the sheets and the bed and the napkins and the placemats and the whatever else that they sell. And I, we can't even afford the napkin or whatever it is, you know. It's like, how are we going to do, like, everything? And then I'm freaking out, and then we got in this fight, and that wasn't even true on your end. Right. But I will make a side note. We have shopped there since then, and our bedding is now from there. At the time, couldn't have afforded it, but hey, we paid the price. We got out of debt, and hey, I got my Pottery Barn bedding mm, eventually. Yeah. <laughs> That's a side point. All right. But we realized at that moment, like, we were not on the same financial page. And probably over the next six months, we really took a a microscope. Is that the right word? Yeah, that'll work. And looked at our relationship through the lens of money and started to kind of repair and figure out where were we off kilter? Why were we not on the same page? And then how do we get on the same page? Mm -hmm. And then since that time... 
If you know our story, we ended up paying $25,000 in debt off in seven and a half months. We took those same strategies and principles and applied it to growing our savings and investing and different, you know, and giving Mm -hmm. and growing uh, our financial literacy in other areas uh, over the last several years. And we've had the chance to work with so many couples. And now we've gotten the chance to see common financial mistakes that keep people, couples, stressed out, strained and drained, if you want to call it that, mm-hmm. and how they can make a couple tweaks and pivots to get around that and actually get on the same page without having to fight about Pottery Barn lifestyles. Yeah, it's so important. Like, it, the the money, ah, this money stuff in relationships, like, it's not like, oh, well, if you just don't have a lot of money, you're going to have money fights. It's like, oh, we, we just made a bunch of money. It'd be up. No. Nope. If you have a lot of money, you just have a lot of different reasons to have money fights. Right. There's more money floating around to argue about. It does not. It's. It doesn't, it doesn't matter, matter what your income is. It doesn't really matter what your background is. I mean, two people coming together, creating a brand new money story for their relationship. Mm-hmm. There's going to be tension. There's going to be some sparks. Some sparks. And those sparks can either light a fire that will warm your home <laughs> and cook your food right. and, and just like give you life, or it can burn your house down. Mm-hmm. And it's up to you to determine what's going to happen with those sparks. Are they controlled? Are they out of control? What's going to happen to them? The stats don't lie, guys. When you look year in, year out at statistics for why couples separate or even get divorced, money fights, money problems, money stress is in those top three. And we want to give you guys, if you find yourself experiencing any of that kind of tension, maybe you're not on the verge of separation or divorce, maybe you are, but we want to give you four different strategies that you can use to get on the same page with your money without fighting. Mm-hmm. So we're it's gonna we're gonna be bringing them to you. It's kind of like here's the mistake that a lot of people make that mm-hmm. get them into trouble, and then here's how to here's the solution to that mistake. Right. Here's how to avoid it. So the first mistake is forgetting the past. Mm. What do you Everybody mean by that? has a past, mm-hmm. uh, and especially if you have a money past. Yeah. So you you have the way you were brought up, like your, your, family, your history. family history. You've got your personal wins and losses, your perspectives on money. Like that plays a role into how you see money, and right. your make your history makeup is different than every other person's in the world. Even if you have the same family, you have different personal choices right. in history and things that happened to you or things that you happened to money right that make up your attitude that thought that sparks in your head when you think money all of that right and i think a lot of couples are oftentimes encouraged to like talk about maybe like family dynamics growing up or like how the emotional relationships were but don't always get into the financial component mm-hmm. what did things look like economically how did your parents talk to you about money? What did you learn about it growing up? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like those are things that people oftentimes don't talk about and discuss, you know, as they're engaged in preparing for marriage. So then it just never comes up when they get married. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden now they're just both operating out of these totally different lenses of how they see money and relate with money. And they're both bringing different habits to how they interact with money. And then it's usually just a 
clash. Yep, because if, if if you think of fill in the blank, you know, money is blank, money can blank, money does blank, whatever that is. Like if you really kind of get into it and, and give like a, a deeper answer, the answer is going to be different for each person. Mm-hmm. Or if you drew a picture of like mo- of just money, right? The picture would look different for each person because they have just different mindsets, different perspectives uh, that play into it. And so, but what's crazy is you just think of your own picture when you think of money. You don't think, oh, this is my picture and, and how I relate and what my background has influenced me about, but everybody else has their own. It's going to be a little bit different. There's going to be some, no. You just think everybody has the same picture in their head. And that's when you come into trouble because you think, well, they're acting this way and with my picture, that doesn't make sense. They're crazy. What's going on? Well, pottery of our lifestyle. <laughs> exactly. So early <laughs> on in our relationship, we had to sit down and have that conversation. How did money look like for you growing up? How did money look like for me growing up? When I think of money, what kind of emotions come up for me? What is my financial personality? Like, am I more of a spender or am I more of a saver? Just having conversations about those things honestly it's one of those things where if you just start talking about it a lot of the tension kind of just evaporates Mm -hmm. and then you're able to understand where this other person's coming from you know with their strengths that they have with finances and then even maybe some of the wounds that they have that they're kind of still unpacking and and working on and then knowing you've got that base foundation it really sets you up for mistake number two slash fix number two mm-hmm. which is which is having a lack of clarity yep so once you've had that discussion you, you know your past you know kind of your financial lens through which you uh, are, are seeing life and your significant others we see a lot of people kind of stop there and then they don't have clarity for where they're gonna go yep so it's so easy to wander into financial distress but you cannot wander out no. you need a plan to get out of there <laughs> yes and so you need a clear plan to get out of there and to have that clear plan that thing that's gonna pull you out of the quicksand trap you need something attractive something you want to go after so you need a goal, you know, uh, whether it's something about your retirement, something about a, a type of giving that you want to do. We want to, I don't know, build a, a whole school in the developing world, whatever it is, like something that's going to pull you forward and give you that really deep yes. Right. That's what I want in those times when it's hard to say no. Right. Because it is so easy to kind of live on this financial hamster wheel. Money come in, money drain out, rinse lather, repeat. I mean, right? So many people, it's (laughs) like a decade goes by and they're like, what? My net worth hasn't really budged. Mm -hmm. Hasn't really done much. And I feel like I have nothing to show because, you know, it's so easy to just spend literally a decade, two decades, a lifetime reacting to all of life's expenses or emergencies or things that come up Mm -hmm. and just keep going paycheck to paycheck, living in that you know, on that cycle, that hamster wheel. Mm -hmm. And when you stop and you interrupt that and you get clarity about, okay, where do I want to be in five years? Heck, where do I want to be in 20 years? Wow, yeah. To really think about that. And then then, then that starts getting the two of you kind of just beyond the financials. You know, you're both going to say, oh, well, you know, out of debt and having a good savings, whatever it is. But like, 
kind of the details, you know, where, where's the type of place you're going to live in? What type of hobbies are you going to have? Like, what is life going to look like that far down the road? You can really kind of mm-hmm. tease out the dreams and the hopes of each other. And that, that's right. exciting. I mean, because who sits down and is like, in 30 years, I want to have $1 million in the bank, $20,000 in, I mean, the numbers don't even matter. I mean, it's the dream that you're going to be living at that point mm-hmm. in time. Mm-hmm. It's that we own a cabin and our family gets to go on vacation there a couple times a year together. It's I get to be as generous as I want with the causes and charities that matter to me. Mm-hmm. I don't need to work anymore. I work because I want to. Yeah. And so you have that that the kind of the, that those talk, that dream talk, all that stuff the, pulling you into the future. And then you get very clear, more clarity about how you're going to live that out now. Right. So you get clear about the goals together and then clear about like, how do we use money as a family? Right. It's, what does that look like? It's starting with the end in mind. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of just back the truck up from there. And then you know what? Hey, if you got to make some sacrifices today so you can get to that dream that you've just dreamt up with your significant other, heck yeah, you're going to be... More willing to say no to the whatever random forgettable drive through you're passing. <laughs> if it's going to be the lever that you pull that gets you to your dreams, it's going to be a no-brainer because you have that clarity driving you forward. Mm-hmm. And one of the tools that gives you or enables you to be so clear in the present moment with your money is budgeting. Right. And this that's... Mistake number three is not budgeting. Yep. So the cure, of course, would be... To be budgeting. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> ding, 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 ding. But you got to remember, guys, it's budge- budgeting is permission to spend. It's not restriction on spending. It's not, I'm not allowed to spend. I'm on a budget. It's, it's not financial I've juice I've thought plans. about it already. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to spend it. It's your plan based on your priorities and your values. Nothing else than that. Somebody else isn't going to come in. I'm not going to come into your budget unless you invite me to. And I'm and like, <laughs> let me be up in your budget. <laughs> I'm not going to like strong arm you to like shave your grocery bill in half uh, unless you ask me to. And then I will. But uh, and if you need to. But it's if hey, you get a, the money that comes in, you get to give it a job on whatever you want. Mm-hmm. It's permission for you to spend in the way that is aligned with your values and your priorities and when you have clarity about where you want to be down the road you're going to al- you're going to create a budget every month with the income that's flowing in that's not only going to let you live today not just live this like scrimpy terrible existence but it's going to free you up to get to those dreams down the road. And this is this is powerful for everybody. It's it's so powerful for for a couple, for a family because I mean, how maybe you've maybe you experienced this, maybe you've seen it in your own home, maybe you've seen it in the home of your friends or, or your family. Some some person comes home, they've got bags Ooh. from a store, maybe a couple different stores, the and then bags. the other person, the other half of the couple go they were they're uh. what did you just do or oh boy there they come again or mm-hmm. what did you do or, right it's like <laughs> it's it's that like oh here they come and all these bags and there went all my money but if you have the budget right if you've planned out the spending and you trust each other that you've agreed on it because you created it together 
when somebody comes home with an arm full of target bags, who cares? You knew that spending was already taken care of. That's not supposed to be my groceries in that bag and it's a dress. It's not, that's supposed to be our rent or our mortgage and it's a computer. You shouldn't have brought fast food home, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, nope. When you're budgeting, you don't have those discussions. Mm -hmm, Because you've already had those discussions when you made the plan for your spending and then you just live with integrity and do what you said you were going to do. Yep. And this is key. That's huge. This is key, guys. The budget needs to reflect both people in the relationship. This is not an opportunity. I know some of you guys out there are like me. You want to create the budget. It's your perfect little baby. You love it. You don't want anybody messing with it. You don't want anybody touching it. And it's kind of a reflection of more where you want to go. And you can't do that. I can't do that. I'm speaking to myself right now. The budget's your baby, <laughs> but you, you you, very gently, you pass me the babe. And I get to pinch its cheeks and change its diaper. And hold it however you'd like. Yeah. Throw it in the air. If it's old enough. <laughs> It's important that the budget reflects both people in the relationship. One person can create it. Sure. The other person can kind of come review and tweak and play with it a bit. But it is so important that it really represents both people because, heck. Because that's the whole point of this. The whole point is that you both have a say. You both have a voice in this. Yeah. And if it turns into just the way that the more numbers person or the more detail-oriented or the, the more like type a person or whatever it is like gets their way yet again oh it's there here come the money fights exactly if you're using the budget like a noose over your reluctant spouse's (laughs) neck not gonna work or you're using the budget as the like we should be doing because jonathan amanda said over your reluctant spouse's head like no Mm -hmm. it's good that's money fight central and when you Come and together around the budget, even if you have a spouse who maybe at first isn't as crazy gung-ho as you guys out there like me are, it's going to be okay. They'll come around as they see the budget creating results. Mm -hmm. Gosh, we love results. Whatever area of our life it is, weight loss, fitness, finances. And so when you start to see yourself winning with money, heck, a reluctant spouse will come around. It's like, you know, if you're you're trying to get into shape or whatever, you're like, yeah, this kind of sucks. Like, I can't eat Sour Patch Kids, like, all day long anymore. <laughs> Not that that's you know, what you like, think. <laughs> what? Um, but, like, you, you're going to feel that, sure. But after a while, you go, yeah, but I mean, I'm getting pretty ripped. Like, nope, you're, you're going to think that instead of, like, man, like, I'm getting ripped. And, like, I just want to keep eating my Sour Patch Kids and be fat again. Like, nobody thinks that. No. No. You just, you see the results, you go, hey, all right, maybe it was a little bit of hard work, especially at the beginning as I got used to it, but it's worth it. Look at, look at these pecs dance. (laughs) Said you never. (laughs) (laughs) Or ever. (laughs) Come on, it's a podcast. I can dream. (laughs) (laughs) And with that, we'll move on to number four. <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing this hard. Hey! How laughable that is. Okay, mistake number you four. You just wait, lady. <laughs> <laughs> Prove me wrong. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the mistake that we see commonly 
last but not least, is letting debt be the third wheel. Yeep. In your relationship, you don't want anybody camping out in the backseat. Think about those, some of those, maybe those more romantic dates that you had early in the relationship, right? Maybe you're, you're making your smooth move. Doing the stretch to put the arm around her. <laughs> you never did Moving that. Moving it. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Moving in for a smooch. And then, <laughs> up pops your like, little brother or some annoying friend or whatever. Like, what, what are you doing here? Come on. You know, it's like, that's debt. Debt. When you're making yep. those dreams, when you're, you have that, you know, that 20 years out, when you're, you're making the budget, all those things, like, like, this is how we want to live our life. This is how we want to spend our money. Debt is that annoying friend popping up, uh, ruining everything. Right. Because as your income comes in, debt says, ah, 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 wait, me first. I don't think so. <laughs> I am going to take some of that for me. It is. Yeah, you have to give your hard-earned money over to things that you've, uh, you know, dis- spending decisions you made in the past. Mm-hmm. And it ties up your income so you can't really use it in the present moment or in the future the way you'd want. And really, there's a psychological weight to debt, too, that, gosh, it can cause stress, shame, frustration, anxiety, mm-hmm. and just make you kind of a lesser version of you because of this invisible weight that you're carrying around. And it can cause so much tension, not only on a person, but then in a relationship. And when you drop debt in your relationship, it's going to allow you and your significant other the room to really breathe more deeply, relax more in money conversations, and just drastically cut financial fights out of your life. I mean, That's of a- all the things we have talked about, if you can drive debt out of the relationship, like this is going to be probably the the top one, uh, just relieving the pressure valve. Mm-hmm. I'd say it, it, getting rid of the debt allows you to be more yourself, mm-hmm. especially in those money-specific conversations and and moments and all that like when you you don't have that that you know that person that institution whatever it is like breathing down your neck you don't like ah but we owe this person or this bank whatever it's like that's gone like that stress isn't there anymore you don't have to worry about that part of it anymore you just get to be you just get to be you Mm -hmm. and what you want and what you think and what you want to be doing with the money instead of kind of like what you're being forced to do because of whatever decision you made back in the day. Right. So I'd encourage couples that maybe find themselves with some debt outside of their mortgage. Uh, So things like student loans, car loans, credit cards, things like the IOUs. Uh, Just sit down and talk about how do you feel about the debt you're carrying? Also then know the numbers. Like what Mm -hmm. are you up against? And then Decide together where, like, where you're going to go when it's gone. Because when you, again, when you get clear on that, and maybe that's even a little bit shorter term, maybe that's only a year or two out, get crystal clear on where, what you're going to do and how you're going to celebrate when you get out, and by golly, you'll be off to the races motivated to punch yourself some debt. Ooh! I love <laughs> it. You're going to be punching debt instead of wanting to punch each other. <laughs> 
in these money <laughs> fights when you do this, right? And you need to know your history, your financial history, your habits, know yourself, and then it kind of introduce that part of yourselves to each other. Yep. Create more clarity around your financial goals, you know, a year out, five years out, 20 years out. And then more importantly, why mm-hmm. you want those to happen. Yep. And the clarity around what you're going to do now to get to those goals. You're going to make progress towards those goals when you are budgeting. Yep. Budgeting. And you are going to, you are going to just with that knowledge and clarity and the goals and the budgeting, you are going to just that debt's gone. Harness all that power it's and energy goner. to zap the debt. Yep. Money fights are basically, I mean, gosh, when you get these things kind of operating in your relationship as the norm, mm-hmm. money fights are kind of going to be non-existent, like a thing of the past. Occasionally, even now, there'll be something that pops up for John and I. But it's not even on the scale of that Pottery Barn argument from mm-hmm. years ago. Mm-hmm. It's more of like... A heated discussion instead of the blowout, right? Seriously. So get these things going. Ditch that stress. You don't need to be carrying it around. Get on the same financial page and get working towards becoming the couple that you were created to be. Yep. And if you want a guide to go through these four mistakes and their fixes, we have a special thing. We're asking people to leave a review of the podcast mm-hmm. uh, in Apple Podcasts, and then uh, sh- so we know that you did it and it was you, uh, send us an email, email at walletwin.com, letting us know that you wrote a review, and we will reply back with your free guide that walks you through these four mistakes. There are four fixes. It gives you a review of each one. It gives you a bunch of questions to discuss with yep. each other yep. about each one of these to really help you put a plan into action, uh, kind of eliminating money fights in your relationship. Yep. So send that to email at WalletWin, and your guide will be off to you in no time. That's right. So uh, do do the review in the Apple iTunes uh, podcast app. And after this break, we've got a new segment on the podcast. We're going to go open up the Wallet Win mailbag. And there's a lot of interesting packages awaiting us. Okay, get ready. We want to hear you on a future episode of the Wallet Win Podcast. If you have a question about money, if you have a reaction about a past episode, let us know. We would love to talk to you about it or feature your message on the show. You can send those audio messages to us through the Anchor app or you can call us on the phone at 402-819-9774. That's 402 402- 819-9774 and leave us a message or send a message using the Anchor app. You might be in a future podcast episode. Welcome to the old Wallet Win Mailbag. Is that a thing? <laughs> it is now. Okay. And by mailbag, I mean the internet. Hmm. But also one physical thing did come. So mm-hmm. um, uh, in our, our last episode, we talked about elderberry syrup. Right. And uh, just the in kind of incredible, uh, not quite preventative, but we, it, when sickness does come, it's shorter uh, and... Less severe. Less severe. Mm-hmm. And so um, I, we so, had a listener. Uh, he said, hey... <laughs> this he goes, was great. He, he goes, hey, I bought 
uh, bought some elderberries, you know, some stuff, and then and then he also sent this sipping pretty beer. Listen to it this. It looks gorgeous, guys. Loaded with our unique blend of acai, guava, and elderberry. Nice. Elderberry's having a moment. So I think I can just. Uh, oh wow. Have drink this instead of the syrup and be good. <laughs> I can just have a beer a day. And have a beer a be day. Good. There you go. I don't know. Wow, that smells really good. Except oh. I'm gluten free. So. Oh, dang! It smells good. Man, I don't know if it's going to keep me healthy, but it's going to keep me happy. Oh wow! And the can is gorgeous. You guys sipping pretty fruited sour from Odell Brewing Co. Dang, it's probably Listen. not going to give you those health benefits. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> you never know. But it's nice. Hey, that was a fun. So thanks. Thanks. Thanks for sending that one over <laughs> our way. Um, and um, this is about another episode, a different episode. Um, this is from I'm getting up. I'm getting the number here. Uh, episode. I don't know what it was uh, when the day Jonathan lost his job. Okay, it was a few one. ago. And so someone sent us a they, a voice message. Interesting. So, I've not heard this. Yeah, I know you haven't. Oh, so boy. we uh, we do our podcast through Anchor. Mm-hmm. So it, you can listen to it everywhere. You probably are listening to it somewhere else, and that's great. That's fine. That's how podcasts work. <laughs> Sipping pretty, <laughs> burping ugly, uh, <laughs> but um. But if you if you if you use Anchor to listen, you can like send us like a voice message, like a voicemail, right in the app. Cool. And so this is what uh, this is what she this listener did. I'm gonna play it for you. Okay, let's listen. I'm new on Anchor, and I just wanted to say you guys are a huge blessing. I just found out about you um, last week, and basically in the same position um, right now when your husband. Um, lost his position i didn't lose my job but really thinking about um just leaving my job to to launch so it was really inspiring and a blessing to hear his testimony of how he felt um just have a little one a nine-month-old and i carry the health health insurance and all that good stuff and wanted to um just uh, yeah send my encouragement and keep on doing what, what you're doing god bless you bye Aww. Isn't that cool? That was awesome. Had the kid right there. Yeah. And uh, just in a, it's it's crazy, you know. Um, I had no idea what was gonna happen that day. No. When I hit record, I'm, I was I was like, I'm glad you did. It's me, Alex Bloomberg. And then sell this <laughs> for like two hundred million in a couple of years. Yeah, like right. You did. That'd be sweet. But probably won't happen. Um, but anyway, just record it, and it's kind of we got a cool episode out of it. Yeah. It's kind of fun to listen to. And now it's offering and encouragement now it's to others. So it's like in a pretty similar spot of like, well, all right, what do I do? Right. You know, do whatever the day she and like puts you getting down, a you know? little bit of hindsight mm-hmm. is, is now helpful. Yeah. To other people that find themselves in the similar position. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Thank you for yeah. leaving that. Isn't that cool? I love you. Yeah. Now. So you can send those in um, with with anchor also. Um, I don't have it in front of me. I just remembered this, though. We have a phone number. People can call in and leave messages for us. Okay. I bet people have. We just I'll put that number am, in the show notes. We like set that up a while ago, and mm-hmm. then I have this thing where I don't even know my way around. I don't even know how to like get into Slack. So <laughs> I don't know how to check the messages yeah, so we have <laughs> on messages that phone number. 
And then one other thing you didn't know how to check or didn't, I guess maybe didn't even think to check. No, I didn't know how and I didn't think. I was just curious one day, like poking around iTunes, looking for something else. And I stumbled across WalletWin and we had some reviews. Yeah, reviews from strangers. Not yeah, even like, our, like when we mom. first started, we we're like, hey, can you guys like write a review? Like maybe friends. the first two are like people we had begged. <laughs> and then then the next like whatever amount that came in uh hey they were genuine we didn't ask for them so there you go yeah They're, we're gonna read uh we'll read one yep. or maybe two which one were they gonna read this one here okay from changing our no, life from mes331 oh okay mes331 titled changing our life five stars uh-huh they're all five star thank you guys Ooh. all right we stumbled upon Wallet win in the past month and are gobbling up all the info we can from Jonathan and Amanda. They are so down to earth, take away a lot of the shame and stress we felt around living in debt and financial chaos, and give super helpful tips. Love, love their podcast. Just by listening each week, we're making big strides to getting better financially. Wallet win, thank you for all you do and please keep it up. We'll do MES three three one. You're welcome. <laughs> Read another one of these. Let's let's highlight. Um, which one? I like that one. Perfect length, mm-hmm. five stars by Raindrop fourteen. I love this podcast because it is the perfect length and always has a lot of great money tips and tricks. And the reason I love that one is because I agree with you. Podcasts don't need to be an hour long, people. This Get is in, probably going to be it. one of our longest episodes. <laughs> True. <laughs> Get in, say it. Get out. Let's do this. And then well, this next one, I got to do this another. This other okay, one. Okay. Okay. By MMC West. So relatable. It's bananas. Is the title. Because we had an episode called... Episode 1 is Bananas Bananas Law. Law. So this is great. These guys are really funny. I enjoy listening to their bits of knowledge while hammering away at work and getting a good laugh while learning helpful tips about finances. I'm interested to see what they have to offer in terms of paying off debt. Keep it up. Banana emoji. (laughs) Gotta love it. Apparently the banana emoji. I think... think Might be the podcast mascot. Bananas Law. I don't know. I think it... It could turn into, like, our thing. At least my thing. Yeah, maybe your thing. Like, it could end up being, like, the accidental mascot. Oh, okay. That's, that's... A banana suit? We'll see. I'm not saying it's not going to happen. <laughs> I'm also not going to say I didn't order one on Amazon. <laughs> I don't know if I can say I did. What? Where did that come out? <laughs> Where's that in the budget? Hey, you do those, you do those reviews, you get the Amazon gift. Oh, okay. <laughs> but we would love to read your review on a future episode. We would. So write on in. Either hey, leave us a message. Write us a review on the iTunes. Is it the yeah, iTunes? Yeah, iTunes. Thing? iTunes <laughs> or. Uh, <laughs> Have you been sipping my beer? Uh, <laughs> no, I'm gluten free. <laughs> or, or Apple Podcasts. Oh, there we Kind go. of what they're rebranding it into right now, but you do get to it through iTunes. Um, Give us a shout out. Give yeah. us a holler. And there you go. 
Yep, if you're using Anchor, you can leave us a message. Oh, wait, Or yeah, this use that phone number. It's going to be in the show notes. And in this particular episode, you're going to get that free guide about how to ditch the money fights and get on the same financial page as your significant other. Mm-hmm. If you give us a holler over at email at WalletWin that you dropped us a review on iTunes. Yeah, and it's not like... Yeah, just give us the review, what you think of the show, you're going to get it. It's not like if we read it on no, an no, episode, no. you get it. It's just, just leave one and you get it. Yeah, let us know and we'll shoot it over to you. Bingo, bang. Yeah, because... Bingo, bango, let's tango. Bingo, bango. That's a tasty slice of bango. <laughs> All right, until next time, have a good week. Bye, guys. Download the show notes for this episode. Get all the helpful links, everything we talked about in today's episode. This is episode 15. So it's walletwin.com slash 15 for the show notes. Walletwin.com slash 15. Thanks for joining us today. You can learn more about this show and the Walletwin program at walletwin.com. Music in this episode is from Dylan Gardner. Listen to his new album, Almost Real, on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your music. See you next week.